Hey, Ziggler Podcasters, this is Blake Lindsay, and I want to offer you a special bonus of some great Ziggler material in a downloadable format just like you're used to with the Ziggler Inspire podcast. Just go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus, and you'll find a free download, 60 minutes long of Zig's finest stories, and a free download of Zig's most inspirational quotes. This is our way of showing you some gratitude and saying thank you for listening to the Ziggler Inspire podcast. We appreciate you. Go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus. Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lindsay. In this podcast, Zig Ziggler will tell us how to have a better sex life in our marriage. Now that is certainly worth taking a few extra minutes of our time and listening to what Zig has to say. If you watch enough television or watch enough videos or spend enough time on the Internet, what you're going to discover is that everybody thinks real love is wrapped up in intense passion from the moment of the honeymoon to the end of life. And, folks, that's ridiculous. It absolutely is not true. As we grow accustomed to each other over a period of time, the love grows deeper and deeper and deeper, but not because of the passion which lasts forever, but because of the fact that we've become acquainted as human beings. We've come to know each other and what makes each other function. We've come to appreciate the differences we share. We've come to appreciate the fact that each is supportive of the other and that over a period of time, we've grown closer and closer and closer. If it weren't tragic, I would find it amusing that so many of these people who are on television with their infomercials talking about this is the way you have that happy, healthy marriage, and yet they've gone through a number of mates. It's because sex and marriage has a whole lot more to do than being involved in a passionate relationship. Oh, passion is natural for those in love. It's perfectly natural in the Christian environment. And it's important that we understand that. Don't buy into a dream that doesn't exist. It'll turn into a nightmare, as it have for these people I've been talking about. Hold to the fort. Do the things that God would have us do. That's the way to submit the marriage. Make it happy, healthy, and more fun than ever. I got to tell you, after well over 55 years, when I'm with that redhead of mine, I've got my hands on her all the time. I'm holding her hand. I've got my arm around her. One of my favorite things is in church to be able to sit there and hold her hand or when we stand up to sing to put my arm around her. Now, folks, that's what love really is all about. How do you build a beautiful sexual relationship? Well, one of the things we need to do is to avoid prolonged absences. The Living Bible says something interesting in 1 Corinthians, the seventh chapter, the second through the fifth verses, but sexual sin is a danger. So each man should have his own wife. 
And each woman should have her own husband. The husband should give his wife all that she should have as his wife, and the wife should give her husband all that he should have as her husband. The wife does not have power over her own body. Her husband has the power over her body, and the husband does not have power over his own body. His wife has the power over his body. Do not refuse to give your bodies to each other, but you might both agree to stay away from sexual relations for a time. You you might do this so that you can give your time to prayer. Then come together. This is so that Satan cannot tempt you in your weakness. We need to stay away from the temptations. When the TV comes on or the internet shows something of a pornographic nature, you absolutely need to instantly get up and leave it. Shut it off. Don't let yourself be tempted. Now, of course, as you already know, I've had a lot of birthdays, but I am very careful, even at my, quote, advanced age, that I do not look at anything of a seductive nature that displays any sexual activity between uh, two people who are indulging in a relationship that the Bible forbids. I believe very, very strongly that's important I never will forget a very popular magazine was interviewing me several years ago, and they asked me the question, do you have lunch with your secretary? And I said, why, of course not. And he said, what do you mean, why, of course not? And I said, well, to begin with, she's a very bright lady. She wouldn't go with me. I said, second, she and I don't have anything to discuss that we cannot discuss more effectively in my office with the door wide open. I said, third, if I took her one time, you know, I might enjoy that, and I'd take her again and then again, and all that's happening is trouble is written all over the relationship. Now, there's another factor involved in it, too, and that simply is that my wife, to be honest, I don't want her going out with another man for lunch or dinner. I don't believe that the man has any privileges that the woman does not have, and I would not take another woman out because I would not do anything that would give my wife one moment's doubt or one moment's concern. She means everything to me. Another woman having a cup of coffee with or lunch with would mean absolutely nothing in comparison. I love all people, but there's a vast difference in the way I love that redhead and I love anybody else. I believe we need to be extraordinarily careful about where our eyes wander because the Bible clearly says, protect your mind because out of it come the issues of life. From time to time, I read in the papers or I see on television a little heading that says, most beautiful love story ever told. Then they'll proceed to give us scenes from some illicit, oftentimes pornographic or near pornographic presentation. Someday somebody will tell the most beautiful love story ever told, but that's all it'll be, just the most beautiful love story ever told. By no stretch of imagination will it be the most beautiful love story ever, because those love stories are never told.
no man or no woman, deeply committed to each other in the bonds of holy matrimony, would ever dream of revealing the intimacies of that love, because to do so would make it common. And you see, if it's common, it really isn't beautiful. If you really want to know more on an intimate basis, Dr. Ed Wheat has a beautiful book, Intended for Pleasure. Tim and Beverly LaHaye also have a beautiful book, The Act of Marriage. One of these books written by a physician, the other one written by a husband and wife team. The relationship's important. The sexual relationship is obviously a portion of the relationship. If you're having difficulties, I encourage you to read these books, get counseling. There's a problem that in 98% of the cases it can be solved. For years and years, as I've gone around the country, I have made the statement that my wife of all of the years is more beautiful to me today than she was on our wedding day. The reason I make that statement is because it's true. Wouldn't it be absolutely wonderful if husbands and wives could look at each other through God's eyes? Wouldn't it be marvelous if we could look at other human beings like that and treat them that way? Wouldn't it be a marvelous world in which we live? Maybe that's the utopia that will never be. But I believe with all of my heart that if we will do certain things, primarily getting our hearts right, that we can establish a relationship with our mate that will be as close to heaven on earth, on this earth, as we're going to get. Courtship after marriage can be absolutely magnificent. Well, I sure don't know what I can add to that. So I suggest as soon as you're able to get home, start courting your mate. It's a great day to be alive. I'm Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Six, 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 six.